Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks, a podcast that takes an alternative look at retirement. This is Adam Bergman, founder and CEO of IRA Financial. If you want to learn more, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on social media. Just search IRA Financial. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. Got a really great episode for uh, you today. Going to talk about the best way to raid your retirement account during COVID-19. And the reason I decided to do this topic today is because there's been obviously a lot of discussion about a second stimulus package. Uh, And obviously the Democrats and Republicans can't really agree on much, including whether they are going to provide a second stimulus package to help all of us Americans fighting to get by during this COVID pandemic. So I've been reading a lot about, unfortunately, people needing to tap into their retirement accounts to meet their financial obligations as a result of the despair caused by COVID-19. So I thought it was really important to kind of talk about some options if you are considering rating or tapping into your retirement account to come up with some funds so you can survive this COVID pandemic, there are best practices that you should think about. So I wanted to really go through that today and share that with all of you. Listen, if you need to tap into your retirement account, you're not alone. Okay, I'm going to go through some statistics I found. Um, researching for this podcast has been a little bit upsetting, to be honest, um, because, again, I just... I've been my own, in my own bubble, obviously just focused with my family, my business, um, all my team members. And you know, I've been home for pretty much the last six months. Some of my team have been in the office, specifically in South Dakota. My Miami office has pretty much been remote. And my Orlando office, about 70% in office, 30% remote. Fort Lauderdale, about 70% at home, 30%. In the office. So it's been hard kind of because everyone's in their own bubbles and cocoons, kind of seeing what's out there other than just looking at you know, social media or television. It's kind of hard to gauge how everyone is dealing with COVID. So we know obviously the big statistics, right? You're looking at about eight and a half percent unemployment, uh, which is lower than it was in March or April, around 20 percent. But it's still compared, it's still higher compared to most recessions since World War II. So 8% is high. It's, it's a bad number. Okay. So clearly millions and millions of Americans have lost their job during the pandemic. And unfortunately, as we'll see, people have had to tap into their retirement account. Why? Because there's $30 trillion of retirement accounts in the United States. Okay. Most people are retirement rich and cash poor. And it's just unfortunately the first bucket of assets people go to to tap into. Why? Because in a lot of cases they say, well, I'm only 45 or 55, 62. I got 10, 15, 20 years till I retire. So I'll make it up. And I'm going to show some statistics that state it's very hard to make up leakage. Leakage is when you take money out of your 401k, specifically from a distribution. So that's kind of setting the table of where we are. And I'm going to show you some statistics and talk about some statistics and then basically get into if you are thinking about tapping into your retirement account, 
best practices to think about, best ways to go about it, and some other options you may have. So obviously, you know, this has been a very difficult time for millions and millions of Americans, probably going back to 08. This is, I think, worse. I mean, I was in New York City during 08. The firm I worked at dissolved, almost a thousand person firm. So I felt the impact of 08 and 09. But if you weren't in the financial marketplace, for many other Americans outside of you know New York, San Francisco, um, you probably didn't feel it as much, specifically if you weren't in the real estate world. So I feel like COVID is global. Uh, everyone is impacted, no matter what industry you're in. I don't know anyone that's doing really well unless you were somehow in the mask business or the um, protective gear business before this started. I think everyone else is uh, struggling, and, and that's just you know the way it is. So. I've read a lot of these statistics. I'm going to cite the sources, but um, early three in 10 people have decreased the amount of money they're setting aside for retirement or stopped saving altogether due to the uh, fallout of COVID-19. That's according to Finance Buzz survey in August. Large share of consumers have also pulled money of savings. Around 30% of retirement savers tapped their retirement accounts over the last 60 days. That's according to Magnify Money Survey from May. It's probably higher now. Uh, consumers pulled out on average almost 7,000 bucks. That's a pretty big number, actually. Just over half withdrew money in order to cover expenses, and 26% did so because of a job loss. Which, And this survey polled about 1,200 Americans um, who, who uh, responded. So decent amount, of, uh, decent uh, number. Um, the unemployment rate recovered, obviously, but it's still 8.4%, which, as I mentioned, is, is higher than most recessions. Um, the government did initially do a stimulus back in March under the CARES Act, which is a $3 trillion stimulus package. There was a $600 a week federal subsidy for unemployment, which helped tremendously. And basically, you got a $600 bonus on all uh, any employment you receive from the state you're in, which is huge. Some states like Florida, very small, uh, $250, $300 a week unemployment. So this $600 really helped lots of people. And I think it was pretty much a catalyst for, for helping people get through uh, the initial COVID um, demise that, that occurred starting in mid-March and all the way up, really up until August. Um, it's really been a huge help. It's helped people kind of have uh, more confidence, go out and you know, buy food, pay their rent, and just not be as stressed out as they would have uh, without it because people were in you know, obviously dire uh, straits. People fortunately live paycheck to paycheck and just living on 250 bucks a week in Florida, for example, just not possible. So that was huge. There was also like a one-time um, check of $1,200, $2,400 a family if you satisfied the income threshold. So that was also very, very important. Now, recently, um, the Democrats They've uh, proposed another stimulus, even a higher stimulus, where you get a um, credit for dependents that can go up to six or seven thousand dollars. But the Republicans have pushed back, and the talk now, the last I've heard, is it's not going to happen until the election. So I wouldn't hold my breath on another, um, you know, stimulus. Um, unfortunately, that's just the way it's going to be. Um, so. Um, it's just an issue. Um, that's kind of where we're at. So unfortunately, I wouldn't count on anything until uh, the election. So for
for that's really the major reason of doing this podcast is um, we're, we're looking at least two months till election and um, who knows what's going to happen after. So I don't know, depending on who takes the House and Senate or certainly the Senate, we're not sure where that's going to go. But if there's, again, a situation where you have the Republicans holding the Senate, the Democrats, the House, uh, you might have some, um, I you know, basically, uh, you're going to have like a quagmire of instability or some say with stability because uh, you're going to have a lot of inaction. Um, we may not get a second stimulus. And if there's no second stimulus, millions and millions of Americans uh, may be in, in really severe financial uh, trouble. So we need to look at what options you have if you have some retirement money. So um, and again, the, the unfortunate about COVID is the lower income people are getting hurt the most. Obviously, they have the lowest cushion. Most of them are not white collar jobs. Um, white collar jobs have been more secure during COVID because of the fact that they work remote and they don't have to you know, be in an assembly line or be behind a counter. And it's just been easier to maintain those jobs. So it's been very difficult for, for millions of Americans. Um, and, and that's just really sad. Um, some other statistics I think you'll be you'll find interesting. As I mentioned, the bottom fifth of earners, those making less than four hundred ninety dollars a week, saw their job slate soar to nearly twenty percent in May. Um, and this was based off a paper published by the University of Chicago. Um, basically, one of five workers looking for a job couldn't find one. Thirty-two percent of people pulled at least hundred dollars from savings accounts in August, more than any other month in two thousand nineteen or twenty, and doubled the share from April. So it shows things aren't getting better. If people are pulling more money out now versus April when everyone was freaked out with COVID, um, it's not a good sign, okay? Um, and millennials are, are also feeling the pain. Um, statistics said that um, 33 versus 10% from a Transamerica a survey uh, were likely to withdraw money. So this is not just um, Generation Xers or baby boomers. Millennials are, are obviously feeling the pain as well. Uh, more than 78,000, this statistic was very interesting. More than 78,000 individuals with 401k savings at Vanguard took a corona distribution as of May 31. And that, that's crazy. 78,000 people took a corona uh, virus distribution. And average savers withdrew 60% of their 401k account. 60%. The typical saver withdrew 10,000 bucks, according to Vanguard. So that is um, you know, an eye-popping statistic, I think. That is really just very um, indicative of, of the pain people are feeling. So what options do you have? Okay, uh, Obviously, the fact is if you've been saving a retirement account, you understand the value, right? The whole idea of saving for retirement is you get to save in a tax-deferred or a tax-free account if it's a Roth. You have the value and benefit of compounding interest, the deferral. Your money grows faster when it's not subject to tax. That is the power of the retirement system. You'll obviously save a lot more in a retirement account than you would in a taxable account because there's no tax on all the income and gains generated by the retirement investment. So that is obviously one of the main reasons people like to save in a retirement account. The other is a tax deduction. If you do a pre-tax IRA or pre-tax 401k, you'll get a tax deduction for what you put in the account. So that's the second benefit of using a retirement account to save. So let's say you are like 20, 30 million Americans, eight and a half percent that are unemployed, and you have some retirement savings. 
what are your options? Okay, well, before we get into our options, let's talk about what options you have outside of your retirement account. Your retirement account should be precious. It is an account that the government is giving us the, the pleasure and the right to use and the advantage to take the full, full accounting of and obviously supercharge your retirement savings. So before we tap into that and rate it, you have to look if there are other sources. Why? Because leakage. According to a study from uh, Boston College from the Center of Retirement Research, the leakage results in accumulated 401k wealth. Um, you'll lose about 25% as you take out money. You're ultimately going to have 25% less than if you didn't um, because it's just very hard to make that money up. And even if you make it up, you're, you, you're losing the year, two years or whatever years you've been responsible for taking that money out and not putting back, you're going to lose that power of deferral for those years. So it's about a 25% reduction in the value, overall value of your retirement account once you start taking distributions. And obviously it's just a, um, a sample. It's based off analysis. It's not for every, it's not true to every scenario, but it gives you an idea that leakage is a real um, problem for many of us. So before you raid your retirement account, COVID-19, you got to pay bills, you got to pay your rent, you got to live. First thing I would say is do you have other accounts, right? There are other taxable savings accounts you can hit. Um, why? Because taxable accounts will grow subject to tax and they're not going to grow as fast as a retirement account. So look for other accounts, home equity loan, maybe you can pull some money out of your home. If that's possible, uh, get a tax-free penalty-free loan out of there. That may be an option. Also, short-term loan from a friend or even some charities. I know my wife sits on the board of a charity and they've been giving out um, interest-free loans and in some cases grants um, to certain people who need it based off COVID. So there, there also may be some opportunities local if you just need a little bit of money to get by until you can find a new job. Obviously, if things are more unsecure, and these options just aren't going to work for you, we need to look at your options. And this is like I mentioned, 08. This is crazy times. Uh, it's understandable if you got to tap in. But if you tap in, let's go through what your options are. And some options have changed because of the CARES Act that was passed by President Trump in the end of March, that $3 trillion uh, act I talked about, which was there to help stimulate the economy. It was also... Um, part of the PPP loan, which I'm sure you heard about, the $1,200 also one-time check. That's all in this CARES Act. But there's also some really important retirement provisions that I have gone through in some videos and blogs and some other podcasts. Um, but I'm going to go through them again in some details in case um, you know people haven't seen those, those um, videos. But check them out on, on YouTube. If you go to the IRA financial channel, which you definitely should subscribe to, we generally post about five videos a week. Uh, I think it's great content, obviously, because <laughs> I'm the one doing it, but uh, it's seriously, it's really good stuff. And there's some really good videos on, on what I'm about to talk about, some in-depth stuff as well. Um, so let's talk about the CARES Act. The first major provision regarding retirement accounts is a penalty-free $100,000 distribution from an IRA or 401k. So let's start with the IRA. You can take up to $100,000 without penalty. You got to pay tax, but you can pay tax over three years and you have the option to return the money you took within three years 
and basically not pay any tax or penalty, kind of like a tax-free loan. So it's a pretty cool option. However, in order to take advantage of this $100,000 penalty-free option, you need to show you've been impacted by COVID. So you need to show you've been diagnosed with COVID uh, or have a test approved by, the, by a test approved by the CDC, a spouse or dependent's been diagnosed, a participant or business owner who experiences adverse financial consequences as a result of being quarantined, furloughed, having reduced hours, or cannot work due to unavailability of childcare. Okay. So if you satisfy one of those three requirements, you can take the COVID distribution from your IRA custodian. You need to request it. You need to make sure they understand that you are seeking the exemption under the CARES Act to take the distribution so that they code it properly on the 1099R next year. Because it's important it's coded properly so that the IRS knows this is a CARES distribution and they're not going to come knocking on your door next year and asking why the money is not on your tax return because you technically have three years to pay it. So make sure when you talk to your IRA custodian, they may ask for proof, whether it's a positive test or someone in your family has been diagnosed um, or the adverse financial consequences, which you would probably need to attest to in some type of notarized statement. Um, as long as you can provide that, the custodian should allow for it. And that will give you the ability to take up to 100K, which is, again, a nice feature. It's basically a three-year potential tax-free penalty-free loan. If you start paying the tax, though, you're done. You can't just give it. You can't say, no, I want it to be a tax-free penalty-free loan after three years. You have to start paying it over three-year period. So that is a good option. In the 401k world, generally... To get money out of your plan, you need what's called a triggering event. And a triggering event basically means you reach the age of 59 and a half, your plan terminates, or you leave your job. So believe it or not, if you're not able to satisfy any of those requirements and you're in a 401k, you may not be able to touch that money. Maybe you can satisfy a hardship distribution, but in most cases, you won't be able to touch those funds. Well, the CARES Act comes in and says, okay, employer, so long as you allow for it, because again, it's up to the plan administrator, we will let you give up to 100K to a plan participant employee, even if they're under 59 and a half and don't satisfy a trigger event, and it's a three-year distribution, you can pay back over three years, or after three years, pay it back and no tax or penalty. If you decide to just take the money and use it and pay tax on it, you get to escape penalty, that 10% early distribution penalty, um, and if you're over 59, obviously you got three years to pay the tax. So those are the two benefits. No penalty if you're under 59 and a half and you got three years to pay the tax. If you're able to return the money within three years, you can basically treat it as a tax-free penalty-free loan. So that's actually a really good provision. Uh, I think that is one of the, I think, best options uh, for tapping into your retirement account because it applies to IRAs and 401ks and you have flexibility in terms of waiting those three years to pay back and basically treat it as a tax-free, penalty-free loan. So pretty good option. But again, you need to show you've been impacted by COVID. You either tested positive, a family member tested positive, or you can show you've been furloughed or have not been able to work, been laid off uh, and the like, and you've experienced adverse financial consequences. Your two, or excuse me, the second uh, option is the $100,000 401k loan option. This is not applicable to IRAs. This only applies to 401k plan participants and you need to have a loan option. Not all plans do. 
So make sure your plan has one. And then obviously you need to get your plan administrator or employer to buy into this CARES program. They technically do not have to allow for it. Um, unlike the IRA where it's pretty much required, the 401k is more document uh, heavy, sensitive, and also more employer dependent. So I've heard some cases where employers do not allow for these CARES distributions, uh, and including the loan feature. So typically, under the 401k plan rules, under Section 72 of the Internal Revenue Code, one can take up to $50,000 or 50% of their account value, whatever's less, and use that for any purpose. So let's put aside CARES in a, a normal, before March 15th, if you had access to a 401k plan loan at your job, you can borrow up to 50000 or 50% of your account value, whatever's less, and use it for any purpose. It's a five-year loan, payable at least quarterly, Okay, at a prime interest rate, which is currently 3.25%. So it's a great way to tap in. In normal times, you get tax-free penalty for use of your money without tax or penalty. And the best of all, you get to pay yourself back, right? Because the interest is going back to your plan. Better than a credit card, right? Here, at least you're paying yourself back and you get to use the money tax-free penalty free. Well, CARE says we're going to up that to 100K. We're going to remove the requirement of that 50%. So if you had 100K, you can borrow all of it. You don't need that 50%, meaning you don't need the 200K in your plan to borrow 100. We're going to let you go dollar for dollar, borrow all of it. We're not going to make you pay anything back in 2020. So it's basically like a six-year loan. And payments start next year. And again, it's a five-year loan, payable 3.25% prime, and you can use it for any purpose. Okay. And again, in order to take advantage of this, you do need to show you've been impacted by COVID. So you got to satisfy those three requirements that I just mentioned. But if your employer plays, plays ball and lets you do this, it's another good option because you're paying yourself back. It's going to hopefully stop leakage because you're on a payment plan over five years and you're going to hopefully pay those funds back. Um, so the leakage won't be an issue. And in fact, it's going to be better than leakage because you're going to pay yourself back at a 3.25% rate, which you know what? In 2020, generating 3% for your 401k is not a bad deal, right? I think a lot of people would take right now, if they knew their 401k would be a 3.25% at the end of the year, they would sign that deal today because there's no guarantee, especially with the volatility of an election, the volatility in the markets over the last six months, being up 3.25%. Uh, would be a great investment. And and even if you, you roll that over for the next five years, I think people would sign up for that because uh, we're in a very you know volatile situation. Uh, interest rates are super low and will stay low for many years, according to the Fed. So a 3.25% return you know, may not be a horrible thing. So those are the first two options. And those are really the main CARES options if, you, if you're going to take advantage of the CARES Act. The third I would say the last resort, uh, actually, before I get to the last resort, there's always a 60-day uh, rollover, and this applies to IRAs. You can always, if you have a short-term need, once every 12 months, you can take out as much money from your IRA as possible and pay that back within 60 days and use it for anything. So if you just got to pay your rent, but your, your employer is late on paying you, or you just have a situation where you need some quick cash, but you know you're going to be able to make that money back and then return it, the 60-day tax-free penalty uh, rollover uh, distribution rule is, is a good option because you, as long as you do it once every 12 months, 
you get 60 days to play with this money. You just need to make sure that you're going to be able to put back the money. Because if not, it becomes a taxable distribution subject to tax and penalty. So um, if you're not sure you're going to do it, do the $100,000 penalty-free distribution or the IRA or the 401k loan. If you know for sure you're going to pay this back in 60 days because you got a new job, the money's coming in, whatever the case may be, that 60-day option's a really nice little gift. It gives you tax-free penalty for use of those funds, but you can only do it once every 12 months. So pick your spots uh, carefully. The, the next is hardship distributions, right? You always have the option for hardships, uh, whether it's to pay educational. There's a first-time home buyer for 10,000 bucks, medical expenses. The advantage of hardship is you pay tax, but no penalty, right? So for some reason, you can't get into the um, CARES distribution or, or loan options because you don't satisfy the COVID uh, requirement, you could always jump into the hardship, uh, basically, where um, you, you can, because of disability, qualified home, uh, first-time home buyer, higher education costs, um, health insurance premiums, unreimbursed medical expenses, if you have to pay an IRS levy, things like that. The hardship could be an option if you don't satisfy the COVID uh, rules and can't take a COVID distribution or loan, at least hardship will let you take the money. You'll have to pay tax on it, but you get around the penalty, uh, which could be nice. The next is Roth IRAs. That should be the last thing you touch. Um, why contributions in a Roth IRA can go out tax free. So over the last seven years, let's say you put in $5,000 each year into a Roth IRA, you have $35,000 in contributions, and that $35,000 is now worth $56,000. You can pull out that $35,000 tax-free penalty-free, okay, even if you're under 59. So that is an option. You don't have to satisfy COVID, but Roth IRAs are like gold, as I mentioned. And if you pull that out, the leakage becomes real. It's going to be awfully hard to make those funds up. So be careful, okay? Just that should be your last resort to tap your Roth. Tap your pre-tax accounts, tap your savings accounts, tap anything. Um, Roth IRA should be last because the contributions come out tax-free. If you want to touch the earnings, you need to be over 59 and a half and the Roth has to be open at least five years for you to touch those earnings. So contributions can always come out tax-free if you made Roth IRA contributions directly to the IRA. But the earnings on it, the appreciation, the income and gains, you need to wait till you're 59 and a half and the Roth's been open at least five years. So if you're under the 59 and a half year rule, you don't satisfy the five year, you can always pull the contributions out. Just be careful because that's like gold and you want to make sure you, um, you really need those funds and you have no other uh, options. Okay. So just be careful about that. Um, I'd hate for you to touch the Roth if, if you didn't have to. Um, I I'm also going to mention the PPP. It's a little too late. Um, there's August 8th was the deadline for applying, but there's a rumor that there'll be a second paycheck protection program. So uh, you can always check that out. Same with the SBA. You can always try to get an SBA loan for your business. Um, they had an economic injury disaster loan, uh, but I think the uh, deadline passed for that as well. But you should check if you have a business and you still need funds, there uh, may be some SBA options for you um, that, that you, you can potentially tap into. But obviously, if you are an employee, self-employed, well, I should say if you, you know, are looking for a job, the PPP is really not going to be an option for you if you didn't have a business. 
So, um, you know, that, that just may not be an option for you. But by and large, the, the CARES Act has some really good options, whether it's a distribution or loan. Just make sure you satisfy the uh, COVID requirements. Um, you're going to have to attest to that, especially in a 401k. If your plan administrator allows for it, they're certainly going to want proof. Okay, so you're going to have to come up with some proof to show that you satisfy those requirements. The other thing with the distribution is technically, if you take a distribution from a 401k, even if you're over 59.5, you sometimes have to pay a 10 or 20% withholding. Well, this will remove the withholding requirement from the employer. So if your employer allows you to take a distribution, you satisfy the CARES requirement, um, you should be able to do it without withholding. There's no IRA withholdings on distributions, okay? Nothing required. So you don't have to deal with uh, withholding requirements on a distribution. Whatever you pull out from your IRA is um, tax-free, penalty-free um, at that point. Obviously, if you can't pay the loan back within three years or the distribution back within three years, I should say, you're going to be subject to tax, no penalty on CARES distributions. So that really are your are your options. Um, there's some good ones. Obviously, Roth IRA should be your last option. I would look to tap into other savings accounts before your retirement account. If you have life insurance, uh, you have whole life, there, there may be an option to, to borrow against your whole life, tax-free, penalty-free loan. Um, just kind of look where your assets are, home equity loans. Credit card is not the best option because of high, high interest rates. Um, at that point, you may want to even look at your retirement account. But your retirement account, obviously, we all know it's for your retirement. It's for your 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 life when you're over 72. It's for your, your spouse. It's for your kids. So just be super mindful of that and be cautious. Hey, I'm not here to pass judgment. Um, we're, we're all dealing with you know crazy times. This is uncertain times. Your number one priority is survival now, whether it's paying bills, to, to eat, to put a shelter uh, over your, your and your family's head, um, just deal with things. Um, that uh, That's number one, right? So it's hard for me to sit here and tell you, yeah, don't touch the money. Worry about when you're 72 and you're only 55 right now and you need to pay your rent, you're going to get evicted. Um, yeah, it's not fair for me to say anything. So I don't want to you know, come in and step in anyone's shoes and say, um, this is what you need to do. I'm totally uh, mindful and respectful of, of the way uh, this has impacted people, um, smart, rich, um, successful people. This has just, you know, come out of left field and just kind of all slapped us around. So um, I'm not here um, going to pass judgment. I just want to give everyone their options. So if you have to tap into your retirement account, you know the best ways of doing it. You understand the CARES Act. You understand Roth IRAs. You understand the 60-day rule. And you also understand that there are other options. Other than that, I mean, you're, it's your responsibility, number one, to take care of your, your, your family. So you've got to do what you need to do. Um, I dealt with this in, in 08. Um, dealing with this now, I'm sure there'll be other crisis is down the road. That's why you have retirement account. That's another way to look at this is if you didn't save for a retirement account, maybe you wouldn't even have this option, right? You maybe not wouldn't be even listening to this podcast because you would have no retirement account. So the fact that you have this option is a good thing. Even if you decide to take out some cash, okay, you can always make it up down the road. But even if you don't make it up and you were able to survive this pandemic because you were able to pull 10, 15, 20 grand out of your IRA, then 
that's okay too, because without the, the forced savings in the IRA or the 401k over the last number of years, you may not have had that option and, and who knows what you may have been faced with, right? Could have been a lot worse than what you're dealing with now. So yes, the retirement accounts for your future, it's for your family and your kids and your, your later in your life. But if you need to use it to survive now, then it also serves a purpose, right? It's also a forced saving and your money has been able to grow faster because it hasn't been subject to tax. So you can look at it as you know a huge win, even if you have to rate it and take all of it out today in your 50s and you didn't make it to 72. Okay, at least you had the money to use and you survived COVID and you're able to take care of yourself and your family. That's a win too, okay? And I wouldn't see that as a waste because without saving in the IRA or 401k, who knows that that money could have been spent on you know, vacations, uh, watches, uh, you know, other frivolous expenses. And now you have X amount of dollars that you were able to use to get through COVID and, and get your family um, taken care of and, and, and you back on your feet, which, which has value. So that is uh, another you know, option. Um, other than that, I mean, the most important thing is I wouldn't count on anything coming from the federal government in terms of second stimuluses before the election. The Democrats, Republicans, they're not going to kind of get their stuff together. So I wouldn't count on that. Um, I w if, if you're you're looking at a dire situation and you have retirement accounts, again, just whatever I said in terms of ordering rules, CARES Act, 60 days, Roth, uh, consider that, uh, especially if you've been impacted by COVID. If you haven't been impacted by COVID, uh, you're lucky. Um, and at that point, you know, you're going to still have to see what your options are, whether it's just a, a loan, $50,000 loan on your 401k, a hardship distribution, or just a regular distribution on your IRA. Also, remember, you have options, whether if you have a whole life insurance policy or if you um, have taxable account, savings account, um, or home equity, uh, even credit cards, if, if, if that's an option, if you have a business. Uh, the PPP may have a second uh, round, but if not, the SBA still uh, is an opportunity or an option for you. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, again, if you got to raid your retirement account, um, do what you got to do, right? It's about survival right now. I totally understand. Um, I'm just here to give you and educate you in the best ways to do that. This is your money. N me, nor the government, nor anyone should tell you how to use it, how to spend it. How to save it that's your call and you and your family that's the number one priority is taking care of them and if you got to do it you got to do it and that that's just all right you just have to make it up um, when things get better and you get yourself back on your feet and you get your job and you start putting your life back together then you will and you'll make it back and you'll just save a little bit more uh, but number one thing is just kind of getting through COVID and surviving and getting your family taken care of so I hope if you are in that situation, you get back on your feet. I hope our unemployment numbers drop considerably over the next six months. I hope we get a vaccine super quick so uh, we can start living the way we did prior to March 15th. Um, and I know we'll get there. It's just it's going to take some time. I wouldn't count on the federal government for much more help. And you got to do what you got to do. If you have a retirement account, if you got to tap into it, um, Hopefully this podcast uh, was a help and, and hopefully the money will be used and, and you'll be able to do what you need to do and, and take care of your family, which is obviously number one. So stay safe, stay healthy. I hope you really enjoyed this podcast. Uh, I wish everyone only happiness and good health and, and success. And I hope no one ever has to tap into the retirement account, but hey, you, you know, who saw this coming? So don't, don't 
be upset. Don't be ashamed. It's just the way it is and get through it and just, you know, start dumping more money back into the retirement account within a bunch of years. Hopefully that leakage will be erased and, and you'll be back on your feet. But otherwise, um, just get through this stuff. That's the name of the game. So Adam Bergman, IRA Financial, hope you found the podcast um, interesting. Give us a five star if you listen on Apple, subscribe. Um, I got two other podcasts real quick. I know it's um, you know been a longer type podcast, but I hope I haven't bored any of you. Uh, AdBits and Adam Ta and excuse me, AdBits and AdMail, two new podcasts. You can check it out, SoundCloud, Apple, Spotify. Also, we released them on YouTube. If you haven't subscribed to our YouTube channel, you should. Um, IRA Financial, as I mentioned, all the podcasts are also uh, live on uh, YouTube. And also we post five videos uh, a week involving self-directed retirement topics. So if you are part of the self-directed retirement nation, definitely check out the YouTube channel. You guys will love it. So again, um, I wish everyone happiness, health, great comfort, and uh, we'll get through this. Um, if you have a retirement account and you need to deal with COVID and um, your family uh, is in need, then, then again, I hope the podcast was helpful. I hope you get through it. And um, you know, I, I hope you only have uh, good health going forward. So be well, take care, and I look forward to talking to you guys next week.